I remember. Dun, dun, dun. Not too long ago. Oh. Something about a cool in the gang show. Boogie, oogie, oogie. Just can't boogie no more. Yeah, and the song choices were fun. That was a real good time. Let's see if I can get the roll down soundtrack anywhere. Oh, baby, I'm sure it's available somewhere. Oh, like, how do you mean? How do you mean get it? Uh, well, I'm sure they only have it on CD. You don't think they did a vinyl press for the uh, release no. of Roll Bounce? Uh, no. No, I don't think they did. That'd be cool if they did, but I don't think they did. There's absolutely a, a Spotify. The audio CD is going for $103. Good God. That is a, a, a ludicrous... I he's think. not even on the album. <laughs> they would meet again eventually in F9, the Fast Saga. That's right. Oh, because this is a Fast and Furious podcast. You know it is. Uh, thank Pod for Cast Cars, the exhaustive look at the Fast and Furious film franchise. As always, it's the two precision podcasters. I am Sean. Hi, I'm Sam. Thanks for joining us. But uh, if you uh, were listening to the first minute or so of the episode, we might not be talking uh, as much about a Fast and Furious film this week. Mm, no, not so much. Uh, there are wheels. There are four wheels. Four wheels on each foot. Yes. Each foot had the four wheels. Each, each foot has four wheels. I believe there was a line of like the... Uh, There's some car stuff in it, though, with the Mustang. Yeah, they beat the car with There's the bat. There's an interesting used car Sell salesman. The used car salesman. <laughs> Smells money, right? Yeah, what does oh. he say? Yeah, his exiting line is, sorry, kids, I smell some money. money. And then just like abruptly leaves very, after very short man uh, oh, oh yeah he was <laughs> and with like a very classic size. 70s cars salesman's suit design he was definitely exuding a lot of 70s energy there's uh there's a lot going on with roll bounce which we're talking about today yeah we are t- and we're going to talk about roll bounce today this is, uh, and there's sean a- select yes and ABC we're doing series. a sean select this week uh <laughs> There is, I mean, we have a uh, Bow Wow, aka Sh- uh, uh, Shad Moss, aka Bow Wow, aka uh, Twinkie, Twinkie from uh, Fast and Furious: Cold and Tokyo Drift, and F Nine, the Fast and F Nine, the Fast Saga, uh, is the star of this film. Uh, so there is a connection. Mm-hmm. It's enough grounds for us to cover it. I think he does a good job. I thought he was good in this movie. Oh, I thought he was really good. I think yeah. he, yeah, he's exactly what this film needed him to be. Yeah, he's good. I think Brandon T. Jackson is doing a lot he's got a lot of energy in this movie i think that's what was asked of him though he he is the uh jason tobin of this movie oh you think brandy jackson oh as the best friend like the best the energetic yeah uh, somewhat rude best friend actually he was very rude to everybody yeah that character was pretty rude he was rude some of the boys in the gang are pretty uh pretty rude to women yeah in particular <laughs> there was one scene that i had forgot about they're like very opening uh, all of the protagonists uh in sequence harass a woman yeah. on a uh, roller rink smack her butt uh, yeah unprovoked on the dance oh floor. yeah 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 yeah. that's on the last no night good that's of, not aged uh, good yeah yeah well there's a couple things but uh well it's more the aged and i don't know if it was more of a 2005 thing or a 70s thing, it will, a little bit of both. It was definitely, uh, I think this was this 2000. I thought this was 2002. It's 2005. I, I looked oh, is it, it up. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Later than we initially had thought. Yeah. We were both thinking it was a little earlier that came out. So I think it's definitely a 2005's view of like 1978. Yeah. So, 78, is that when the movie takes place? Yeah, yeah. I was list because there was a Star Wars poster at one point. Gotcha. So we knew it was past 77. And then at the very end, it, they said the 1978. Gotcha. Uh, Wait, is that whatever what Wayne, Wayne Brady says. Or yeah, like that? yeah. And Wayne Brady is in this. Uh, he said it's the '78 roller skate, right? Competition. We, we have our so so the movie is about it's like a summer in the south side of Chicago. A uh, group of kids they lose their local skating ring and they have to go to more of the upscale neighborhood. Yeah, skating ring. The bigger there, you, there's a bigger pool. Of skaters, these kids, they're from the gardens, was the name of their skating ring. And they uh, include Xavier, who's our main guy, and then there's like five of his friends. Yeah, there's a, there's a Junior, who is the loudmouth of the group. That's gotcha. Branty Jackson. There was uh, Naps. Who's the guy with the big nappy hair. Yeah, uh, there was, I don't remember what the kid from Holes, his name was. Can, uh, we, can we get that? And then there was also Boo, who is also there boo junior naps uh troy troy is that his name i guess he didn't get a nickname no yeah so there's there's five of them and there's also tori tori who is the female of the yeah, group she is the girl she has, of the friends she has not a lot going on she has braces we know that much that is that, her plot uh, she went on vacation right is that one part I, of her thing that was part of it yeah she's but, new uh, neighbor to xavier yeah, so. and they wanted a girl in the group for the yeah. movie, I guess. So yeah, and also Xavier, it's important to know our main guy, played by Bow Wow. He just lost his mother prior yes, to the events yes, of the movie. Yes. Uh, single dad, Chi McBride, McBride, and he's got little sisters. Like he's fantastic four, in this. I, guess, I love Chi McBride. Chi McBride's great. great in he's this. got like a Lego hairpiece on the entire time. <laughs> Looks like they just swapped it off a Lego. Stuck it on. Yeah, yeah, just like suction cupped it onto his head. But he also his his face acting. He's a good actor. His like just reaction so- shots were really funny. He, to me. he does a lot of. Com, uh, comedic stuff, but he has to carry some dramatic scenes in the movie, and he does a really good job. Yeah, I he think, does. He handles stuff. both well. Yeah, he, he's really good. Uh, he's the single dad. Mm-hmm. There's also, he has a yep. storyline with a neighbor, single neighbor across the street. Yeah, he's sort neighbor, of Tori's mom. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot going on there. There's he, a, does, he lost his job. That's important. There's a lot of little cameos in this movie by a lot of pretty prominent actors. We have Omar Epps and uh, Charlie Murphy Mike is Epps. the garbage. Is that Mike or think, Yeah, it's Mike. Sorry, yeah. Omar is loving basketball. Sorry, Mike Epps. Uh, Mike Epps and Charlie Murphy together. Uh, as Their scenes seem like really out of place. Statler and Waldorf yeah. of the Rollbouts universe. They show up and clearly improv a bunch of lines. Yeah. And then... They catcall a woman. They catcall Tori's mom from across the hey. street. Yeah. Charlie Murphy just screams at her. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was fun. And they talk to Bow Wow. They, they like look up to Bow Wow's yeah, dad. the first major... Ogling of a woman scene. Yeah, there's like three in a course of like 10, 15. The, first, the, the, the opening act is mostly that. It's mostly the male gaze. Yeah. And it's uh, usually just the slow mo shot of a woman walking uh, and then cuts to men just. Uh, 
Tex Avery style, eyes bulging out and like tongue hanging uh, down. This is directed by Malcolm D. Lee, who also directed like Undercover Brother. He's a pretty prominent like African American film director. His most recent work, something I absolutely truly hated, the Space Jam sequel. He oh that. no, yeah. I didn't see it. Oh, it's truly no god awful. It makes the first one look like uh, fucking Scorsese picture. It's just like so bad man and the first one's very bad the first one's really bad the second one is like an assault on like your senses i think i might have to sit down and watch it just to like so bad just so i can speak more uh informed on how much i hate that it exists i will say the one positive quick we're gonna do a quick space jam 2 tangent uh not no spoilers but if you care about space jam 2 uh the bad guy is played by um uh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yes. Oh, Donald Sheets. And he's having fun. And I think his oh, scenes are good. Oh, he's really like. They let Don Cheadle just go for it. And I like him playing a bad guy. Is interesting. I don't. You don't see Don Cheadle play a lot of bad guys. So he was. He was very interesting in the movie. But other than that, just yeah, skip it. Yeah, it's not not worth watching. Not worth the opinion. two hours. Even it's like it's, it is over two. You hours. You could just watch it on HBO, right? You can. And it is over two hours it's long. Over two hours. In over two hours, movie. That's it. Should be a crime to make a, a kids movie anything longer than an hour and forty five. I feel like it was made by people that were told of the Looney Tunes, but never actually watched a Looney Tunes cartoon. There's not a lot of like Looney Tune ish stuff in it, huh. which is weird for a Looney Tunes movie. <laughs> yeah, you would think you'd want some sort of I don't know comedy skits like looney you would think yeah it's been a minute since i've seen a looney tune it's like one long family guy joke where it's referenced oh no they pull in like yeah a bunch of references but anyway from what i hear it's a lot of uh what studio put it out it's warner brothers it's them showing all their stuff who's that did they have a parent company uh time warner oh because i know it was a lot of like okay we're gonna use all the ip we have access to yes absolutely even if it's wildly unfitting for a children's movie the funny well that's the funny part was there was a scene that they cut out that i think they should just throw back in where uh lebron james sits peppy le pew down and talks to him about consent wait which they cut out of the movie they cut it out yeah they that shot would probably it would have been the best it. scene in the movie oh for sure but peppy le pew is cut out of the movie and uh instead they put the guys from clockwork orange in who are actual rapists in yeah the movie. <laughs> they have game of <laughs> thrones characters yeah oh yeah well yes they do have game of thrones characters in the background i believe yeah, i yeah. heard that there's a rick and morty cameo oh yes there's so they that do, that's they fine do show up yeah. They, yeah that's actually like one of the least offensive parts of the movie is the rick and morty cameo but uh yeah. but pepe le Plute. Le Pepe, Pepe Le Pew, Le Pew gotta the, go, but we'll keep. <laughs> and and the voice actors sound off. They're not like the class. It's not Mel Blanc or like any of the like classic actors. They sound that the imitators are not great. And there's a lot. It's like of, a modern Kermit situation. Yeah, there's a lot of granny in the movie, and I was That's unaware that there was a lot of granny fans out there. I guess. I just imagine. Okay, so uh, I, I gotta admit, I. Have not seen the movie, but I did listen to a uh, the Blank Check podcast yeah. cover it. I hadn't it. heard their coverage of it. Uh, so, like, I have a you know fairly, I mean, definitely from their perspective right. view of it. But I I know a bit of what's going on, and a lot of their discussion was like, 
why is there so much goddamn granny in this movie? And it seems like they were just like, oh, whoever writers liked, oh, this is an old woman behaving in a way you wouldn't imagine an old woman to behave in. She gets almost as much screen time as fucking LeBron's son, who's like a major character in the movie. <laughs> But yeah, anyway. isn't that like the emotional arc? Yeah, yeah. But I digress okay, enough yeah. about we, we this isn't a, enough about yeah. Space Jam 2. This isn't a Space Jam uh, 2 episode. This no, is a roll bounce episode, I, baby. I think the subculture, I think we can draw a lot of parallels to Fast and Furious because yes. this is about a subculture that you guess you don't really see. Chad Moss film. is in some movies. Brandon yeah. T. Jackson is in both Fast uh, in and this Furious. and a yes. Fast and a Furious and film. And I, I thought uh I thought the guy with the hair was in one, but he's not in Rick one. Gonzalez, I want to Yeah, say? yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's interesting because there's a gang, and they all hang out at, like, a house, and it's sort of like... It, they're definitely younger than yeah. the Fast and Yeah, they're touch younger, but it's like a bunch of... Uh, the high school kids. A group of friends that are really into a specific hobby. And which... there's, like, a meetup of all the different groups yes. at the end of the movie, and you see, like, all the different, like, crews and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, I, I, I think it's, a on the whole, I, I like Roll Bounce. I think it's an enjoyable movie. I think it's obviously some stuff, and it has not aged well. Yeah. Uh, but I would say, like, uh, arguably, the um, percentage-wise, about as much that has aged poorly from, like, the first uh, Fast, Fast and Furious or two. Yeah. Around the same amount of stuff that we just kind of was like, oh no, when it yeah, happened when we yeah. were rewatching this. So there's like, I would say like the front half of the movie has most of the stuff where you yeah like they get it out of the way in the first after, half hour. After that, it's it's okay. Like there's there's nothing really that bad because they're just skating the whole time after that. So it's really yeah, not. As it's bad. really skate centric after the uh, first forty five minutes. There's uh I like uh the guy that plays Sweetness, the main antagonist. Ooh, in the movie. yes. And He's I forget awesome. the actor's name, but he is great in this. He's really good. I like his crew. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh I think the music is fucking great. Oh yeah, I, I mean it's the they just pull, pull like seventies music for for the whole thing, which is a lot of fun. And I think the kids have really good chemistry together. I think they're all you can tell I think that they, they enjoyed hanging out with each other on set. Yeah. The especially like the the, the main crew. Yeah. The tight. chemistry came off really well on camera. Yeah. I uh I also liked uh the the young there's a gang of kids in the movie that have like water balloons there's like i always forget about that subplot there's i guess there's like a bunch of like uh fourth graders that have like a bucket full of water balloons that they like to hurl at whoever just wanders into their neighborhood really well they seemed pointedly at whoever was delivering newspapers yes that's true for some reason, they don't want people to... They're trying to censor the neighborhood. Yeah, they're the trying, trying to... Uh, the, the, so they were early MAGA. They were yeah. trying to stop the uh, liberal media. They were, Yeah, the nasty liberal media. But Xavier wasn't... They didn't have to worry about that because Xavier is a terrible paper boy. Yeah. He's throwing papers ha haphazardly into puddles and just all over the place. Yeah, just not really paying that much attention. But he did have those very fun... Uh, the headphones. The transistor radio headphones with the giant antennas. <laughs> that is a was fun, fun. Fun visual flair. I think that's part of the like fun of having a movie set in the 70s is you get like 
it, the 70s was like made for movies because it's just yeah. a very visual like decade it just everything pops in the 70s and yeah, just the from clothing, the movies the, the music the uh, clothing choices yeah were I, very fun I feel like we don't get a lot of movies about like skating I'm trying to think there's I like I Tanya that's Brink. not ice skating Brink the yeah Disney the Channel Disney original Channel. And isn't there, there there's Whip It, the uh, Ellen Page, yeah. well, Elliot Page movie from like 2006 or whatever. And that was like about um, like a roller derby. Yeah, cut. that was about yeah. derby. I didn't see that one. I didn't see it. But, either, so uh, I, can't but I, it. I can't speak too much on it. I think Kristen Wiig's in it. Uh, but yeah, there's not a lot of like skating movies. I guess it's not something that like people, I guess that hobby's kind of gone by the wayside. I have to shout out our buddies uh, Alex and Cam and uh, Dalton who have been on the podcast before. Yep. They had a roller skating crew for a while. Oh. They're called like Thick Boy Skating oh, or something like that. that. I wish I wish I had. They I, did that I wish during I was the part of it. during the early days of the pandemic. They mm. did it. They were going out and skating, which yeah. was like a lot of fun. But yeah, I need to. Uh, I don't. I mean, I personally don't have skate. Do you have skates? I, I have a know. pair of roller skates somewhere. Do they are they functional? You think, or do you think they probably? I, I mean, I don't think they would have like deteriorated or anything. I'm sure if I put them on, I could go skate. I probably them. haven't owned a pair of roller skates since I was like 12. I want to say yeah. 12 or 13. I, don't, I haven't had any since I was an adult since the accident. Yes, yeah, yeah. That I I recall that being a reasonably. I haven't even set foot. I don't think into. Oh, I take that back. I think I did once in my 20s. I want to say once or twice I did some skating. But yeah, when I was 18, I broke my leg at a skate party we were at, at the roller rink. Mm -hmm. So I had sort of an adverse relationship to skating. Yeah, you did, you did get a little hurt. Not the most uh, fragile. Skating. Which is funny because when we got there to the skating rink, I rented the regular roller skates, the, like, four-blade, like, just traditional. And I was like, it's too easy. And I went back and exchanged them for roller blades, and that's uh, what fucked me see, up. See, I'm a roller blade boy myself just because that's what I'm more used to. Mm -hmm. Like, growing up, I, I did a lot of roller skating, but, like, we did street hockey yeah, in yeah. situation. So, like, blades are my comfort zone. Yeah. So I, I, I need to I, – I would struggle a little bit more on, like, the skates. Like the, I like the stopper. I like the stopper in the front. I kind of like that. It's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, threw that. This threw me off. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm pretty. I'm actually. I was more comfortable on the regular four uh, two by two ones than the blade. Yeah. But I was fine until we were leaving. I actually didn't break my leg until we were like on our way out. I was like getting off the roller rink, like onto the carpet. That'll area. do it. I slipped and my leg tuck, tucked under my other leg and boom, that was it. There you go. But the thing is, is like I had never broken a bone before, so I had no idea that it was broken. I just thought like, ah, oh, it's just a little tender. I just got to walk it off. And then I couldn't walk a couple hours later. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I should go to the like, hospital. We went to, we went to like Fridays <laughs> yeah. after roller skating. And I was like, this isn't going to work. And you're like, that's a bit sore, but I'll be fine. And nope. then we're like. Okay, man, we trust you. The next day, you're like, no, yeah, I, I was at the hospital after that. I had to get an x-ray on my leg. Yeah. It was not fun. Uh, but luckily, I didn't need any surgery. Just had to wear a boot for a while. And well. That's not too bad. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny is that we're talking about roller skating and how mm -hmm. you got your uh, major leg injury from yes. a roller skating yes, situation. I did. Uh, we usually talk about cars on this show, and that's how I got my major leg injury, was, was a when car. a car hit it. Mm -hmm. 
Is it you were on a, but were you, if I remember my memory serves me correct, you were on a scooter. Is that correct? Uh, this or is, a Razor? It's not correct, but okay. it's reasonable it for you to think. There was a scooter involved. I was on foot, and a friend of mine uh, had taken my scooter. Gotcha. And I was in pursuit of trying to uh, reobtain my scooter. Gotcha. Which is why I was, uh, I was trying to cut through some streets and things happen, and a car decided to uh, bop me on the leg enough to oof, no good, break it in half, and yikes, it's all good. Yeah. Who knows? I live to tell the tale. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, the, the there's no skating act. Well, there is a skating accident towards the end of the movie when Bow Wow falls. falls. Yeah, yeah, he falls. Yeah, he falls down. I don't think it was. But it all works he, out. He, I think I, he actually was able to walk it off. I uh, what I really like about this movie is the stakes are only five hundred dollars. That's like the grand prize. Yeah, our crew has to enter a skating competition, and the prize is only five hundred bucks, which is very fun. But I think it was more about. The 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 honor the respect getting getting the respect from had, sweetness had me you never had your skates <laughs> what if Vin was in this movie can you imagine Vin in the seventies I would that would be a lot of fun I would have absolutely loved a Vin in this movie for some I don't know can what, I can I throw a casting please. at you plays DJ Johnny uh, feel good <laughs> okay I like that <laughs> I I would pitch him as the uh, skate rental. Like, oh, replace, the Nick Cannon Yeah, replace Nick Cannon. What? Okay, but, can we talk about I wa- that for a minute? We will talk about okay, Nick Cannon's performance because okay. it is, it is, it is odd. <laughs> but instead of like being like a weird horny guy that Nick I don't Nick even Cannon know if was, he was horny. It was just weird. <laughs> I, want it, I want it to be like a Dom Toretto performance where he's like, like kind of like a... He's like an older skater, but he like gives like the crew advice. Like, here's what you got to do on the skates. I would love that. He takes them under his wing. I live my life by the quarter of a track. The quarter of the track the, of at the, a time. Of the, the, rink. the rink. I live my life by a quarter of the rink. <laughs> all, that, all that my life is, is when I'm on the rink, everything else goes away. <laughs> his dad was a skater that got tackled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like how we can make uh, roller skating deadly, but uh, we'll find a way. I would. I was also thinking during the movie, if there were nine roll bounce movies, would they be like skating on rockets and stuff? It would be like nuts yeah, by that then. That would be bonkers. <laughs> like where? Like so, if like the first Fast and Furious, uh, the Fast and the Furious, it's like oh, they're street racers and they steal DVDs. Nine, it's oh, we have. Uh, sci-fi bombs, we're CIA agents. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we work with the world police. Yeah. We gotta help Mister Nobody. Uh, and now we gotta, the roll like, bounce crew, roll bounce. Uh, Tokyo Drift. That the roll bounce crew, they start like doing like rocket skates, like they're skating out of buildings and stuff. That could be fun. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that would be fun. And there's also like they bring uh, bringing people back, like. We we don't see Bow Wow until like the fourth movie. Yeah, when he Bow comes Wow doesn't back. come back for two. He has a cameo in three. He, he's he's trying to pursue his music career. The second one is just Brandon T. Jackson. Oh my god, that would be so good. Brandon T. Jackson in Miami. Yeah. The Miami role with Tyrese. Crew. With Tyrese. Yeah. So it's Brandon. I like picture Brandon this. T. Jackson and Tyrese skating in a. Uh, on like it, they're on like the beach. Like they built like an outdoor roller. And, there, and there's like a reference to Bow Wow. Like I knew a guy in Chicago. Yeah, guy in Chicago. <laughs> he used to skate. <laughs> he used to now skate it's all with. like it's all like uh, like 
Cubano music. Oh, that'd be awesome. This is great. This sounds wonderful. Okay, so maybe we could, uh, a Cuban like Havana yeah. Nights, but with roller skating. <laughs> Yeah. I'm in, I'm totally in. This is this. actually becoming good. Yeah, the third one is obviously going to be completely. Would it still be I Tokyo? Want to be, maybe like Barcelona. Like what are some oh, other cities? Something we international. Could do? Yeah, skating? we got to go international. Yeah, of course. I, uh, for the third well, one. Oh wait, so I'm trying to think of like where would be like if there was like another part of the world, like even in, like the 80s, where like roller skating hit. Like what if like Berlin, like West Berlin. <gasps> Sean, yeah, Berlin. So going to, uh, yeah, going to roll, disco, going to discotheque to do some roller skating. Roll, uh, uh, roll Bonnie bounce. M's Rasputin place. Yeah, that sounds great. Roll bounce, semicolon, discotheque nights or something like <laughs> yes. that. I love it. Discotheque nights. <laughs> Same thing where a kid gets in trouble and has to go live <laughs> yeah, in Germany. Go live in Germany. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, so you're from America, yeah. And there's, like, a robot man, and it's just a lot of fun. We get that. I, I love this transfer okay, roll bounce. Yeah. Hold on. The, this needs to be the conversation it, for what, the next what 20 is, minutes, but I need to make a drink real quick. The, all right, I'm going to keep talking. Please the do. The fourth one's going to be called roll and bounce. Roll and bounce. <laughs> okay, the, whole crew comes back. And the whole crew comes back. It's the 80s now, and it's they, they have to go back to Chicago. Obviously... Maybe we have like some Chicago celebrity cameos, like maybe like Chief Keef or like <laughs> we have like Kanye or something like that. That could be fun. And then, the, but it's the eighties, yeah. and it's MTV, obviously the MTV generation. Maybe Bow Wow runs Duran Duran. Yeah, oh for sure, we get Duran Duran in there. Yeah, we can. So yeah. we can really change up the style of like the dance to match the decades. Maybe I think like, this is a great idea. I think it sounds wonderful. I I think for like the fourth one. It's the 80s. Obviously, maybe this roller rink is sort of losing its, like... Sweetwater's deterring. Sweetwater is actually deterring. So they have to go save downhill. Sweetwater now. They have to save Sweetwater. It's more of an arcade than it is a roller rink at this yeah. point. Like, the arcade area of the of Sweetwater's is, like, packed, but, like, there's only, like, four or five people on the roller yeah, rink. Yeah, no one's skating anymore. So they have to, like... There's obviously, like, a new generation, so it's, like... It's sort of like ushering in the new generation, but also Usher's like, there. Usher. Oh, well, of course we have to get Usher in. Uh, who are some other like uh, <laughs> contemporary Ray J? We should probably get Ray J. Yeah. In it, right. We get Ray J. As long Usher. As, we, as long as we have some uh, of, of his headphones in it, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Chingy. We'll get we'll throw oh Chingy. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we got to get Chingy. T-Pain. We got to get T-Pain in uh -huh. there. So, yeah, that's, like, mid-'80s for that one. That'll okay. be really fun. Yeah, that'll be great. And I think this is, like, such a narrative thing of, like, if now that we could, like, do, like, each movie is, like, a kind of a different decade. Yeah. Kind of like the, the X-Men did for a bit. Yes. So, like, Very we could really so. just, maybe we could do two a decade. I don't know. Five, they go to Brazil, steal a safe. They have to steal, <laughs> they yeah. steal a safe. Steal a safe full of skates. Yeah. The, the, like, best skates in the world. And we can bring in Margot Robbie as I, Tanya in there, too. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, she could reprise They're, her role as Tanya Harding. Well, well yeah, because we have to have, like, a ice skater. We have to have, like, a all tour. <gasps> Tony Hawk comes in. We get the board. We get the jackass so guys this is, like, in the there. 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Tony, 80s, Tony Hawk early comes 90s. in. See, that's the... Uh, the the fifth movie is in the 90s and it's all about like the roller skating is like the most popular like like skateboarding is the most popular yeah. one now so and you gotta incorporate that in it. yeah so it's kind of like 
the scene where so we need two precision skaters. You know we got that, but we also need a skateboarder. We need an ice skater. We need an ice skater. <laughs> yeah. We need. Uh, we need a. Wayne we need a smooth talker. <laughs> we need Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah, we got Wayne Gretzky. So we we need the we need the brute strength of a hockey player, but we also need the grace and dexterity of a figure skater. Yeah, of course, of course. Cut to Margot Robbie getting off the plane. We have like surfers too. We have Johnny Tsunami comes in. Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. We're gonna get Johnny Tsunami in on it. Johnny Tsunami's in. So it's pretty much like the establishing of the X Games. Yeah. Oh, that's the tenth one. Roll Bouts Ted X Games yeah. or something like well, that. Well, because X, yeah, obviously. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm totally in. I, I love our idea for the roll bounce universe. Six is uh, the, the getting the crew back together, and they have to uh, stop a uh, doppelganger. Oh, an evil crew. An evil of crew of rollerbladers. Roller and uh, Journey Smollett has amnesia. <laughs> She's yeah, with yeah, the course. evil. Yeah. She, 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 she dies died in rolling bounce. Rolling yeah. bounce <laughs> in a uh, mysterious skating accident. <laughs> And then they discover... Uh, I love the idea of, like, a drug kingpin that's a skater, too. Yeah. Like a Tony... Oh, and he, he'd have to be, like, a Tony Montana sort of guy. Oh, well, we are doing... Oh, the second one is in Havana, so, oh. like, Florida. Oh, Miami, right? Yeah. Miami. So we'll have, like, a king... Because there's a drug kingpin in Too Fast and Furious. We'll, we'll get Cole that. Hauser to reprise his oh role. Oh, my God. A 50-year-old Cole Hauser. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that, actually. Even he'll, Mendes he'll, comes He'll in. be playing a... Uh, uh, Argentinian man again. Oh sure, yeah, well, that, that makes sense. That, that that's aged yeah, good. So that let's aged keep, well. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep that. I love it. I think we can do it. I think we gotta get Chi McBride back on board. Too. Obviously, we gotta get Chi McBride back. <laughs> He's like our Han. <laughs> he skates. <laughs> He has, like, big rocket skates. I would love that. That sounds wonderful. All right, let's get back to the movie. Oh, why? We're talking What's about roll mounts. Um, I want to talk about, about uh, R7. What did, what did you think of Sweetness's crew? I hate it. They were so obnoxious. There's a, uh Asian-American gentleman and a white guy that talks in Ebonics. <laughs> He's uh, yeah. doing a very I uh, think he, he, AVE accent. <laughs> that, the white guy from that crew spoke... In the most ebonics in the whole movie. Yeah. Which is not cool. It was not, yeah. That was very odd. Uh, Sweetness doesn't have any scenes with those guys, really. He just kind of bosses them around. Also, Sweetness has, like, three women that, like, his, like, uh, concubine. Dote on him. Yeah. yeah. Con- like, no, concubines is probably yeah. the best way to put it. I, I, I pictured them as, like, Dracula's brides, I guess. Sort of, like, they just sort of follow him around. And they hand him, they fan him and, like... Well, we have the scene where they, they wipe sweat off of him and then throw the towel throw the to the ground and the women go fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, also, I like the... Uh, what is the actor? Who's the actor that plays Sweetness? Oh, why? We could look, look this it up. up. Yeah, let's check look this out. Look it up. Look it is up. He, look uh, as it you up. look it up, I'll do my point. Wesley Jonathan. Is Wesley Jonathan it had some wild but great face acting moments of just giving people him and Chi McBride just giving looks in this movie was very fun to me yeah they Chi McBride and uh, Wesley Jonathan have like great face acting in this movie Chi McBride especially gets some like crazy looks he gives off uh, I I do like that they gave that the movie cared enough to focus in on his character. 
Like they know Chi McBride's a good actor, so they give him some like stuff to yeah. do. I like all the stuff where he's trying to like job search and he's trying to like keep that from his kids because he knows it's sort of he's like embarrassed. He's embarrassed, yeah, rightfully so. I think the emotional crux of the film is the relationship between Chi McBride and Bow Wow. Yeah, they're great. I mean, they have like two or three scenes together where they're Still, it's still early enough to where they're grappling with the death of the mother. Yeah, and how and, it's affected them both differently, and the stress that goes with it. Yeah, and I, I think that's, I, I, I think that stuff works. I feel like if this movie was made nowadays, they wouldn't even bother with that sort of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. no, I, I really like. I, I honestly wish we got a little bit more time with that relationship because I think that is a powerful part of the movie. Cut like two of the scenes of like the kids like insulting each other. <laughs> Take like two of those scenes out. And then throw in some more I mean, uh, honestly, and Bow Wow. As much as I enjoyed them, take out the Mike Epps and <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was totally that was unnecessary. So, that was so superfluous. There was yeah, no need for the, any of it. Yeah, and those characters don't even come back, which is the thing. I would understand if you had a scene of them at the roller rink during the competition, I'd be like, okay, well, now these guys come back, and that kind of makes sense. But they don't even come back. They, they just were in gone. the opening the opening scene where Bow Wow is late to take out the trash, yes. and then we devote seven minutes <laughs> yeah, to them like uh, basically doing a Tex Avery wolf routine to, to the lady. Vivian yeah. is the character's name. I don't remember the I liked uh, I liked their relationship, the neighbor and Chi McBride. I, I thought do it was too. good. I liked all the, the buildup of... Uh, they're like, she's mad because he takes her daughter... And he just drops her off. They were going to go anyway. Yeah, They're yeah. like, Dad, we're going to take the bus to uh, <laughs> into downtown Which, Chicago. I feel like she definitely overreacts to that. I feel like he's not just like some di- Like, he has kids. Yeah. It's not like he's like some creepy dude that lives also, across the street. On she, uh, Tori, she, the, the daughter. Yeah. She left a note. She's like, hey, Mom, I'm not home. I'm going to this. She said, I'm going to this place with this person. Yeah. It's Don't not worry a surprise. about it. Yeah. Yeah. She completely overreacted. The neighbor was kind enough to, uh, he was already going to take his son. Let yeah, me come to. His daughter didn't have to, her daughter didn't have to walk or into take the, the city. Bus. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, they, I think the the movie handles it well. Chuman Bride's like, look, hey, this is. Why are you why are you adding me? I they were gonna go anyway. I just said, hey, instead of take the damn bus, I'll drive you kids. Part of the problem I have with the kids is they are like ruthless to uh Journey Smollett's character, Tori, with her braces where I'm like, you're at an age where probably half the kids at the school have braces. What is the like big deal? Yeah, that was a weird thing to hone in on. Yeah. But I also I'm glad I guess that it was something I, I don't. I, I don't have a. I don't have a. Yeah, exactly. I, yes, that's where I was going. I don't have a pitch for like a better thing to like right. relentlessly tease this girl about. Yeah, maybe. And I think the okay. I think the reason they felt the need to include like such relentless teasing of her character was because the the, the guys were you know were doing that to each other the whole time. They wanted to like articulate that like. Oh, she's gonna be one of the guys. She's part of the crew. She's right. part of the crew because they all so. make fun of each other. Yeah. For so their skin tones and races. And yeah, all. which is all great stuff to <laughs> to tease this yeah, uh, child about. Yeah, yeah. It, all, clearly, the mixed race kid needs to get made fun of for being mixed race. The line and, where the guy talks about how he's glad his mom got his tubes tied was very weird. That, that was strange. not something a child would talk about. You, you to wouldn't his think. Friends. You wouldn't think. 
But so I guess like I get what they're trying to do with the uh, the making fun of uh, what's it Journey. Journey Smollett, Smollett is the actress. Yeah. Tori is the Tori character. Uh, so I get what they were going for. I think in the making fun of her, they're like, ah, we want to make sure like she's all, she's on the same level, right? And they obviously like she claps back just as hard. Oh yeah, yeah. Guys, she though. she gives it just as well as she gets it. But the I also thought she was going to end up with Bow Wow's character. I was surprised she ends up with Brandon T. Jackson's character at the end of the movie. Well, but. We have to talk about Megan Good, I guess, at well, this point. Well, we will talk about Megan Good in a second. Yeah. I, I, I'm obviously, uh, if they're setting up Chi McBride and her mom, right? you don't, you want, don't want the, the romantic the... interest to be with her and Bow Wow. Because we're, they we're... want, you want more of like a brother-sister-esque relationship. Right, because... that's, they have more of a uh, uh, platonic friendship yeah. than they do any they sort of romance. They seem platonic from the, for sure. the first from, scene. From the get-go, right. Which is good. I would it would be but a bummer cool. if they like they started getting romantically involved and I, like the parents are like we're dating. Right. I guess that's good that they do have that in the movie where there is a male female friendship that's not romantic. I think that's pretty good. That that's pretty progressive for I guess one of these movies, but yeah. like uh but they do include Megan Good's character who is named Naomi, I believe. Yes, Naomi. That's I was great. trying to pay attention to names and shit, but I I couldn't remember them all right um, yeah characters. but yeah megan good as Na- naomi naomi phillips the, uh, love interest for uh, x xavier right wow well mm-hmm. chad moss yeah i thought there was a bigger age difference but she's like 23 he's like 18 so it's like not not super crazy i won't originally thought he was 14 but yeah, i misread the we, age when the movie came. yeah we yeah. we <laughs> which would have been very yeah weird. that would have been yeah. gross but yeah we're okay with uh, we'll sign we'll allow an eighteen sure, twenty. Yeah. It's something. not yeah, it's not like super crazy. He's a, an adult. And yeah, but uh, but I I thought that she's fine in the movie. Like she's like not our got much to do. Like our 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 character, our friend Stephanie Vandegosh from last week, not given much to do in this movie. No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. She she is often just wondering where Xavier is or. Commenting on what is going on on the skating yeah. ring. There's not really much else we going on. Learned very little about her as a person. In, in yeah, this. Not, yeah, nothing else. Does she go to the same school as them? No, I don't right? think so. No, I think no. she. I, I and I feel bad. I don't. Rec- I'm sure they. There was he goes a to her throw- house at one point. There was a throwaway line of dialogue. I don't remember, but it was like it explains why they know each other. I think maybe like their dads work together or something. Oh, back it's at the... something like that. Chi McBride is a. They scientist? obviously they had his, he was a uh, he was an engineer right? aero like aero that? engineer. He like yes. designed airplanes. Yes, and I think maybe their dads were corrupt or something. Uh, they, they again throwaway line. Uh, we were we were chatting and commenting throughout. Right, oh, Sam and I watched the movie together. We time. just we literally just watched yeah. the movie, so I felt bad that we don't remember the specifics about this character. But, but we were also like commenting. Yeah, yeah, we were we were chit-chatting. There was the a bit of commentary. For sure, for sure. So, I, like it's not like last week where I just watched Better Luck Tomorrow by myself. <laughs> so I no. could really focus on specifics, but no. It doesn't matter. They have a history. They've they known each other for a long time. She knew about his mom. She's fine. Megan Good obviously has uh had good screen presence. <laughs> uh Oh, Megan Good. We were, Screen presence. screen presence. We were talking about how she's really good in oh uh, Shazam. She is 
wonderful in Shazam. If you haven't seen Shazam, it's pretty underrated. There's like a million superhero movies, but Shazam's pretty pretty it's special. It's me. different. It's, it's definitely different than a lot of superhero movies. By far, in my opinion, the best DC that I've seen. It's great. It is really good. Megan Good, without spoiling the character, because her character's sort okay. of a spoiler. Uh, I'll say but this. Uh, she's doing something different. She's doing... Uh, if spoilers for Shazam for the next minute. Yeah. She's playing like a child in the movie. Or so like, the whole conceit of Shazam is like these kids get like this big. magic power, They're like big and powers. it's the to activate their magic powers, they like become their the adult versions of themselves physically, but still have like the idealized version of them. yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah, perfect perfect man or woman, perfect person, sure. like the uh, to the best of themselves, right. Uh, Megan Good is the that version of a like six or seven year old, like an adorable little girl who who's is like really steals cute. the sh- yeah steals every she- yeah. scene she's in. She's really great. So I was like, and I I didn't know that they were going to do the oh I didn't ev- know either. Everyone else, all the other kids, the adopted were kids, get. yeah. yeah. Yeah, the main character is adopted, and he's a bunch of fo- like uh, foster. He's a foster kid. All the foster yes. kids, foster siblings, whatever. Right. Uh, towards the end, they uh, f- they find a way. You know what's going to happen? We're all going to get superpowers. <laughs> right. So Megan to, to fight the bad guys. Fight the bad guys. And, yeah. Uh, Megan Good is playing a like seven year old. <laughs> yeah, and she's doing the same cadence, and she's doing a really great job. Yeah, doing that. She, the, she's really good. The young actress that played the kid version really popped. Yes. And I was like, okay. And then when Megan Good it becomes the adult version, does a great job of like uh doing the same, like you said, cadence, like behavior. It makes it makes it made me sad that we hadn't seen Megan Good in more things like post two thousand six. It just kinda sucks. Yeah. yeah. So are, are, we're done with Shazam spoilers, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um we're done with Shazam spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, no, she was fantastic with that. I I I imagine if she was given an opportunity with like some stuff to do, she'd be really good. Give her like a Hollywood with Jason Tobin and Megan Good. Let's oh give them God. something yes. to do together and give them like a big like role. Let's find a way to get Jason Tobin in our our new role bounce verse. I'm into it. Yeah, of course. Jason Tobin has got to be in it. And he plays. We'll find something new. Maybe he's like the guy, the tech for the skating stuff. He yeah, does like I'm fine the with that. he. <laughs> he's got all the schematics yeah, for like he's the designing skates. these new. He's the Ramsey for sure. But uh, I do want to get Natalie Emanuel in at, at, at some point. Natalie Emanuel on roller skates. Now we're talking. Now yeah. we're cooking with fire here. She'll be the <laughs> she'll be the Shaw of this universe. Oh, she'll you'll be make her bad. Evil. She'll be okay. bad for the first one, and then for so she'll be she'll be the villain of seven. But then uh, you know it turns out she was actually cool, and she's gonna be friends with the group for eight and forward, and then we'll do a spinoff with. Um, Who's our rock equivalent going to be for? Hmm. Somebody that pops. A wrestler? Batista? I like Cena. Well, we have Cena, though. He's already in the... He's on this. I, give me Batista you and like Rollerblades. Okay. Give me so Batista ba- and Rollerblades. So we're going to have uh, Batista and Natalie Manuel and their spinoff. Oh, Yeah. Uh, blank and blank. Yeah, where, uh, I mean, what's Batista's, uh, cultural background? Where's he from? Good question. I have no idea, because obviously, like, uh, Natalie Emanuel is also British, so we could really one-to-one her and the Shaw stuff. 
So we're like, well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see Nally Manuel at the pub watching a bit of footy in it. He is uh, Greek and Filipino. Oh, baby. that uh, Perfect. That is such a good one-to-one. We go to the Philippines? Yeah, we'll go to the Philippines. <laughs> and they'll have some, like, uh, lumpia and pork adobo. And they'll be skating in the movie. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll go to a Jollibee. Oh, that'd be great. I would love to see but that. But then also go to... Um, uh, uh, where do British people go? Uh, where's a British chain? What's a British chain? What's a British chain restaurant? Nando's. Cheeky Nando's. <laughs> All right, sorry. We uh, we were able to uh, consult with our uh, uh, British expert, and uh, we're told uh, uh, Cheeky Nando's is the place to go. So we'll go to Jollibee, Cheeky Nando's on skates. Oh, we should incorporate Sonic into this. The Hedgehog. Well, and the restaurant. Oh, okay. Because they do they do some roller. They, well, they do rollerblading. The yeah, they're rolling there. But maybe we can get we'll Sonic start... the Hedgehog on oh, some thinking. rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought you meant Sonic the Hedgehog, who is have he's no, in movies but now too. Happy accident. We'll cross over with the James Marsden and Ben Schwartz. Can you imagine Sonic appears in the next Fast and Furious movie? I mean, so want funny. Okay. I don't want that. I, okay. <laughs> I don't want that for the Fast and Furious. Oh, why not? He's fast. Yeah, Who's faster than Sonic? I know somebody we could call. <laughs> Get, Get him the chili dogs. The rings. <laughs> no, I don't want Sonic in he's there. At the, he's at the end of the movie at the barbecue eating a chili dog. That'd be great. Okay. You know what? <laughs> now nah, you've sold it. If he's at the barbecue. <laughs> With the Corona. <laughs> you see, like. Sonic tries to grab super fast, but Vin sees it, or uh, Dom sees it. Dom's like, no, 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 Sonic. <laughs> well, if we're you having think, Sonic, we got Jim Carrey's you Dr. Think, Robotnik. You think, you think you're fast? You're not that fast. That's all you grab first. You got to say grace. Can we talk a bit about Nick Cannon in this movie? You think they should have got Twista to do Sonic since he can rap so fast? Yeah, I would think you would need, like, uh, who's the guy... Um, Michael Winslow, the guy, the voice guy that just burp, 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 well, that he, he does did that. good sound effects. Like he could do, he can any do kind fat, of effect. but he can like talk real fast too. Like Twista, yeah, like Twista. Because like Celebrity like, Overnight, there's uh, Slow Jams. There's, Isn't it crazy that Slow Jams sounds as say so on, slow? But no, no, no. We got to get the fastest rapper. We got. I we think that's Twista. part of the like genius of. That's Kanye. the fun of it. You got Isha yeah. Tyler in there. Yeah, and it's funny. I didn't realize that Twista put Slow Jams on his album too. Did he? he put he literally put slow jams on his album and Kanye put it on his album. They the that. same exact I, song. I, 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 ain't, I, I ain't mad at it. I listened to Donda the live stream this past week. It's really what it's is, from the best Donda? Kanye stuff he's uh, done in a long time, named after his mother. Mm. But it's it's really it's I'd say some of his best stuff he's done in a while. Quick Kanye oh, corner, and then we're done. A little Kanye uh, corner. I'll check uh, it out independently. It'll be out maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll, we're, we're gonna cover it they on did, Sean uh, hates music in a few months. We'll come back to. <laughs> we're gonna do a one, just a one and done. Donda. Sean hates music. We're gonna uh, do Donda. The he does a song with the weekend that's really good, but the the actual album's not out yet as of recording. But they did a live stream where the he like did a performance and stuff. Anyway, besides the point. Nick Cannon is oh, nuts in this movie. not talked enough about Nick Cannon <laughs> no, in this movie. he's... A bizarre performance. He's the guy that works the counter at Stillwater's. He in, is uh, the... He wait, is Sweetwater's. The Sweetwater. I said Stillwater because it's the name of the Matt Damon. 
Is that is that any good? I haven't seen it. No, but I I I have a Stillwater impression where he's just like, I gotta go get my daughter. (laughs) My name's Stillwater. This is the voice he's doing. He's he's like a guy from Oklahoma in the movie. He's doing like a. It's like a red state like oh, drama boy. shit. So yeah. he's not like, hey, it's me, it's Matt Damon. No, he's not doing that. He's doing. Uh, oh, my name is My name's John, and I'm here to get not my daughter. You should, not well, you. well, oh, it's the, not your fault. The uh, they they took the the movie is based on the Amanda Knox. Uh, you aware of that where murdered her roommate in France? No, or tell Italy. me about this. You haven't heard about the Amanda Knox story? It's I a true have. crime thing. That's what I, she, I, this she, is one I might have missed. Maybe tell me about she it. She got arrested might. by the Italian police because her roommate was found like dead in her like hotel room, like murdered. Mm-hmm. And uh, she got arrested. It was like an international incident for a while. But she got acquitted and sent back to America. But she's suing the producers of this movie because the plot of the movie, while it's not like one-to-one, it's so there's so much stuff in the movie that it's based on Abigail Breslin plays the daughter mm. in the movie. There's a lot of like one to one. It's a it's about a college student and like it's the movie set like Istanbul or something like that, but it's a foreign country. The daughter is wrapped up in some sort of crime and gets wrongfully accused and she gets uh, locked up abroad and that's the the premise but yeah this this lady amanda knox is suing the movie let producers. me ask you this but i don't know too much about the case but okay. i remember when it was happening because i remember when it was like on the headlines and stuff so i was gonna ask like do you think she did it i don't know enough about the case i think it's i think there was a lot of evidence pointing in her direction but not enough to tie her to all right so murder. well next week we're gonna cover we'll, do we'll still talk water. about <laughs> my choice well, movie will be Stillwater. we'll watch Stillwater. yeah <laughs> Well, we'll cover. I'm, we'll talk about Annapolis for about fifteen minutes, <laughs> and then we'll do a Stillwater. And then we'll <laughs> and then we'll we'll do Stillwater a little bit, but we're really gonna dive deep into the Amanda Knox case. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the Amanda Knox stuff, but uh, yeah, we're each gonna do some research for the next week and see if we think she did it. Anyway, not. Nick Cannon is coming off like a murderer in this movie. He's, He's very acting like weird, a, like a weirdo. What accent is he doing? I don't. Think I can't he pinpoint can tell you. it. Yeah, he's doing like a weird. He, I guess he's kind of pulling from his all that roots, and he's doing like an all that type character. He's wearing a really bizarre wig, like a very like Jerry yeah. curl, almost like Jerry curl esque sort of wig, and he's making like sucking noises and like just doing like really bizarre. He sounds like, kind of like Matthew McConaughey on ecstasy. Oh, you know what? That's a really good like. I don't know. Maybe he saw like Dazed and Confused before the movie, and was like, "I'm gonna do like a McConaughey type accent." Yeah, that's what I was picking up more than anything. It's like he's really leading McConaughey. A few uh, a few months ago, I watched some of Nick Cannon because during the like early months of the pandemic, he was doing like stand up. Like he was touring in like May of 2020. Oh. He was like going out like super early, but all of his jokes are like super weird like racist jokes like really weird like race stuff racist towards who like ev- like a- he's doing oh. like the asian voice and like a whole bunch of like, the voice he was doing In 2020 yeah he was doing Nate. yeah but he like he also converted he's got some like weird religious stuff going on too i don't want to get like super into that but nick cannon man for a while like when he was married to mariah carey i thought he was like i was like this guy's kind of got it made because I was like, he did. Uh, yeah. Did he that song? Was Gigolo him? 
Was no, that Nick so. Cannon? You I don't know, know that song. Uh, he was he. Did he try to be a singer? He tried for a to bit? do singing around 2005. Okay. I want to say Gigolo came out. Uh, I don't. I don't know much about the uh, the the music career of Nick Cannon. Well, I think after he got married to Mariah, he tried to use her like music connections to like get like a music career, but I don't think it ever took off. And I know he like he had that show Wild and Out. Two thousand three. Oh well Wild and Out is his big like that was his big like career thing, like successful after all that when he transitioned to like adult entertainment. Yeah, two thousand three, uh Gigolo <laughs> written by R. Kelly and Nick. Uh oh. Uh oh. Whoops. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta check out the lyrics to this. Maybe we'll have to do a breakdown of <laughs> Gigolo. I don't know if I wanna. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I wanna hear about the lyrics to Gigolo by R. Kelly and Nick Cannon. I'm dying up here, man. <laughs> R.I.P. The podcast that never happened. Trapped in the podcast where we were gonna go to through each episode cover one maybe, installment of Trapped in the Closet. Maybe if R. Kelly ever gets like. Well, he's locked up now, isn't he? Or he's awaiting trial? I I don't know the legal status. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the lyrics to Jiggler right now, and there's some... (laughs) Yeah. Questionable Not great stuff. Pretty apparent, maybe, like... We should have uh, <laughs> we should have seen this comment. <laughs> yeah, we should have seen the writing on the wall. When it came literally to wrote. He literally wrote it. On yeah. The wall. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but anyway, yeah, Nick Cannon's doing like a really weird performance. Oh, telling me no, but my body, <laughs> yeah. my body's telling me yes. Uh, should have read more deeply into that. I think. Uh, but yeah, I think maybe eliminate that character and replace it with Wayne Brady. Like, what be how great would it be to see Wayne Brady interacting with the kids? I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, have him be the manager slash DJ of the roller rink. You can com- you could combine those yeah. two characters together. I think I would have liked Wayne Brady more and like a more like because you're getting you're getting Wayne Brady in this movie to do his Wayne Brady performative stuff. Like yeah. he's he's like the super flashy DJ hosting the event. That's what you want Wayne Brady to do. But I want to see him do like. I would like to see him interact with like the other characters. I think it would be really fun. Yeah, I, I would be awesome. I'm with you. That would have been yeah. better to see him be kind of the the face of the uh, roller rink. Like sweetness is like the hot shot there. Yeah, but like Wayne Brady's the guy like behind this. Can like, I pitch something to you to pitch maybe make and I and I'm not like the movie is the movie. I'm not saying that like this is just my opinion. I'm not saying like oh they should have done this, they should have done that. Just like what I would like to see. What if we introduce Wayne Brady's character as sort of like an uptight like he's the manager of the oil ring, but he's always like yelling at the kids like, Hey, don't climb on that. Don't do that. But then when the competition starts, then you see him dressed up and yeah. uh, now I'm DJ Johnny feel good. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, like, what? Well, it's like a complete character change. <laughs> yeah. 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 So do that. <laughs> Cut out the Mike Epps and Charlie Murphy. Stuff. Yeah. Don't that need that. Was, that Definitely don't need unnecessary. that. Unnecessary. I feel like they were just on set and they were like, Oh, let's grab some costumes and get them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was mainly like they're friends of the director. Or something I got like to that. assume. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we just need to like get step aside from the plot for like seven minutes at a time. At the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> to just have the, like, <laughs> they're funny. They'll improv some fun lines and then 
Yeah, that's done. Yeah, it had no consequence for the rest of the film. No, no, no. Yeah, but uh, Romance is a very enjoyable movie. I love the the choreography of the the final dance battle sequence. Yeah, it's a lot of fun watching the... uh, the skating bits are a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I like that. That's, I think, one of the strengths. I mean, I, I'm a big, I mean, obviously, it's a, this is a Sean Select, so I obviously big fan of it. So, But the whole thing is enjoyable to me. I mean, obviously, there are a few bits I could be like, oh, no, that's not aged well. Oh, right. no, that's yeah. problematic. Mm-hmm. But other than those parts, loved it. The skating sequences I really enjoy. I think it's just fun watching. You got the the seventies music, people dancing. Yeah, it's people great. Skating. I I really think that the the doubles, the actual skaters in the movie, are really great in the movie. Yeah, I think they're really good because it's obviously not the actors. Yeah, doing the skating. They they're doing like splits the and shit. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, I think that's like the highlight of the movie. I think the sets look really good too. I think Sweetwater's looks. Like oh yeah, a great like fun like hangout place. It has the cosmic carpet thing. Yo, you got which it. Is, like got the throwback it. to that sort of like roller inline roller rink type area. But it, it was just cool. Like I, I enjoyed maybe after a year and a half of being in a pandemic, it was just kind of cool to see a bunch of people like hang out and like in one space. Skating, it's kinda cool. Yeah. Sort of throwback to like a more like uh, carefree sort of time, but one hundred percent. Yeah. Also, big shout out to uh, Mervin or whoever the guy that did the uh, triple axle. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that was a big plot point. Was uh, <laughs> they, were, they they go to this place and there's like a giant lanky tall motherfucker that uh, he was like. They were at, like, obviously at the roller skating rink, but he was, like, trying, the like, a through point of the whole movie was, like, he was trying to, like, do, like, a triple axle on, like, roller, roller, roller skates. Blades. Yeah, roller skates. Uh, and uh, he could never do it. And then uh, X, Xavier, at the last moment, like, the last thing he tried to do in the competition was do that, and he, he, Whip. he didn't accomplish it. He it. fell. Yeah, yeah, he fell. Uh, but that's what, after that, even sweetness like gave him the respect. So like to tie it back to the Fast and Furious, it was definitely like had me never had your car. I want the respect. Yeah, like like I was saying at the beginning of the movie, like there's definitely like a lot of like ties. Like sweetness is sort of like the Dom Toretto yeah. of the universe. I mean, obviously the go a different they all, like, route. Go Gaga. Yeah, he's more of the he's more of the antagonist, where Dom is more of like an antihero. Yeah, that's like, it's uh, more like I guess. Um, Tokyo Drift in that sense, like the headshot, like the main. It big is man more on like campus. Tokyo Drift for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's different parts have different similarities, right, but right. like the antagonist is like a, a Your karate kid or a DK kind right. of guy. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I I just imagine like sweetness and uh, Xavier like skating like across over in front of a train, and then sweetness whip like cracks his skates and then he's got to give xavier's got to give him his skates to like get away yeah and, <laughs> and then seven, it ends exactly like seven, the fast and furious six <laughs> movies later in uh uh rb7 at the end a, a q uh see you again and they're both like they on the skate skates off. skating to do different paths <laughs> That's fun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's been a long time when I skated with you. Yeah, it's this. It's just like an angelic bow wow. 
You thought you could leave without saying goodbye? What? Did they ever put Bow Wow on the Fast and Furious soundtrack? I have to assume he's on Tokyo Drift, right? Did he do a song for them? Oof, that's a great question. We will uh, have to, we'll, we'll, we'll discover that music when we do the music episode. Right, we'll do the music episode soon. That we will eventually get to, like a certain character from a certain movie we've referenced at least once in this uh so what are we? What have we not covered in roll bounce? I feel like sort of uh, oh, is there anything uh, else you want to? That, that Mervin guy was saying uh, that he couldn't do it in the movie, and then Bow Wow uh, failed to do it in the big moment. But everyone was happy because Sweetness gave the respect. That's right. I like that in the end credits, where it's just everyone just roller skating. That's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Time for an all skate. <laughs> it's just like the entire well, cast and very cool. the stunt, uh, the uh, like actual skaters. It, we saw the guy do that move. He's like, yes. no, 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 I could actually do this. And then, like, did it, which was very fun to me. I, I love the the joke at the end during the end credits where Chi McBride is skating. And he's, like, very, like, ginger on the skates. He's, like, woo, woo. he, like, yeah. almost wipes out. It's very fun. I, I really much enjoy that. And, uh, and Xavier's little sister and sweetness hold hands. Which yeah, it was cute. very sweet. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, that that was really fun, and uh, yeah, like you said, the all skate at the end is just like a really good way to like in the movie. And as you're like uh, as like the audience is leaving, it's sort of like you leave them on a good feel good note at the end of the movie. It's it's really good. It, it was just really fun, and it, it looks great. I think the movie shot really well. I think it's like a good looking movie. Yeah, I like the very beginning. The uh, aspect ratio is very like intense and like zoomed in yeah like you have the bars at the like very first skating sequence and then you do some of that towards the end they do some like trick shots with yeah it, which is really interesting they do have fun with the aspect ratio which is not a thing you see that often no anymore. yeah in, it in does cinema. definitely doesn't change in like a major motion picture i am curious to know how this did uh box office wise how it was i, I do you want to take a second bounce. to look that up yeah i'll look it up and okay if you i'm give, gonna like, get yes. a little drink real quick uh you look that up We'll do plugs, then final thoughts, and then the for thing, sure. The thing yeah, thoughts. absolutely. Careful. Okay. Uh, what was the what was the uh, box office situation? Okay, budget ten million. Would you like to take a swing? This is a worldwide uh, box office. Total box office. Yeah. Um, I'd like to take a swing at both opening. Do you have that as, uh, as well? I only have the total. Okay. Uh, pull, if you would pull up both opening weekend and boop. total, okay. I, I would like to take a swing at both. Fiscal numbers. Okay. You I got have, it. I have those for you. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, this is completely shot in the dark. I, I, I. I this is not a, a subject matter. I consider myself uh, like an expert on. I'm no. I'm no Griffin Newman over here. Right, right. Um, I want to say opening weekend, uh, twenty five mil. Okay. Total box office, sixty. You're off by quite a bit. Oh, not no. as big, not as big as a hit as you oh, thought, no. unfortunately. Uh-oh. Okay, give me uh, the totals for both. S- uh, opening weekend, seven point five mil, okay. and total gross, uh, seventeen point five mil. A ten okay. million dollar budget. It made its money back plus some. Yeah, I think so that's pretty solid. It's not bad. It's a Fox Searchlight picture, so it's not like a. 
It wasn't like a big like studio release, I don't think. No. It opened uh, number four in the box office. Uh, let's see what the what what the weekend was looking like. Oh, we're gonna we're looking up what else came out that weekend. I'm just yeah, I'm trying to see what else came out that week. If you just give yeah, me one go, second, go at no rush. Out. I'm just trying to oh, think my. of my thing. Pods. Uh, mm, yeah, not a not a whole heck of a lot came out that weekend. Uh, kind of weird movies. I don't know what this movie is. Oh, it's a. Uh, so we got a. Jodie Foster movie, number one at the box office. Number two was a Tim, well, which which one? Uh, Flight Plan, a terrible movie. Flight Plan, I don't even a truly I, awful I movie. Truly have no idea what that's about. Uh, it's about a woman whose daughter goes missing on a plane, and then everyone says you didn't have a daughter on the plane, and she's got to figure out where her daughter went and why no one remembers her daughter on the plane. They're missing. Okay, it's, it involves like. Spies and stuff. Bizarre. It was a bad movie. Do not watch it. Uh, number two was a Tim Burton movie. 2005. Burton. It's animated. 2005. Was it The Corpse Bride? It is The Corpse Bride. And then number three is a rom-com with Reese Witherspoon, which I had no idea what uh, this was. Home Sweet Home? Just Like Heaven. I've, I've never heard of What mm-hmm. is... Okay, pull up Just Like Heaven and tell me what the... Okay. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Oh, the I the, want, the log line for this movie is insane. I want I want the same treatment you gave Scary Movie Five before we were off okay, mic okay. when you told me that the the right, first line right. of Scary Movie I, Five I is. The, I have the log line for this movie. Okay, okay. hit me with it. Uh, a lonely landscape architect falls for the spirit of a beautiful woman that used to live in his new apartment. <laughs> And this is the spirit is Reese Witherspoon. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's it called? Just like heaven. Just like heaven. I got, I got to do some research real quick. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is the man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, let's see who else is in this thing. Probably Donald Logue. Oh, Donald Logue's in it. I love him. John Heater. That makes sense. Do you remember John Heater? Is... Yeah, well, this is uh, this is post Napoleon Dynamite, so that makes sense. This is like he was getting booked in movies left and right. After yeah, he got. Uh, I think right after Napoleon Dynamite, we saw him in so many things for about a uh, two years, and then never to be seen again. I bet he got his money though. I'll I'm give him sure. That. Uh, the last thing I remember him being in was the figure skating movie. Speaking of skating. The one with women, Will Ferrell. Blades uh, of Glory. Blades of Glory. Yeah, uh, we're really going to have to incorporate that in here. Movies, yeah. But anyway, we should get to our final thoughts on uh, Rubens. Let's do plugs first. Okay, we'll do our pluggies. So I'm, I was looking to see if there's an excuse to cover um, Just Like Heaven. If there's any Fast and Furious tie-ins. Is there any in Just so Like far, Heaven? So far, no. No. <laughs> So far, there's not a justifiable. Wait, hold on. Oh, we have one. We hold on. Let me see something. We have uh okay. <laughs> Someone, a major, a major player in one of our favorite shows, is in it. Uh. Ivana. Who? Mila Sivic? 
who the plays lady from Anastasia from Banshee, from Banshee is okay, in just we like have Evan. Our... That's enough. Good enough. That's good enough for us, <laughs> baby. That'll do. War, uh, Banshee is, is is grandfathered in somehow as like right. enough material. Yeah, just because we like it just as much. This movie, it's bad, right? It made a hundred and two million dollars at the box office. A hundred and two? This just like heaven thing? Yeah. That I've never heard of. I've never heard of this movie. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake! It did not get great reviews. No, it but... sounds insane. Yeah, it doesn't sound very good, but I don't know. Maybe it's good. Maybe we're wrong. Well, we'll have to maybe see it to find we'll out. We'll have to see it to find out. Uh, maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe that'll be my Sam's <laughs> that'll choice. That'll be the Sam's choice. And then we don't have to worry about how it fits in. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll it's see. Also, this is our we'll podcast. We'll remember we could, back in, yeah. in a few months. We'll see I'll, how we're feeling. I'll write it down as a possible selection. I'll keep you in suspense, listener. Maybe we'll do a bonus we'll do. ep. Fuck it. I don't Who care. Who cares? Maybe we'll it, start a Patreon Yeah, feed. we'll do a <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> we'll just do rom-coms on that one. Yeah, uh, it'll just be uh, wild rom-coms from like... Uh, that era uh yeah, yeah okay let's do plugs Sean. plugs do you have anything you want to plug buddy uh no just keep checking out this podcast uh thank pod for cast on instagram and twitter thank pod for cast cars at gmail.com if you want to send us a funny email that'd be great we'll get on the or show eventually check that we'll eventually email. check it out uh we're eventually to, gonna check the email box i had to reset the twitter password because i forgot i deleted twitter for a little bit and then i redownloaded it and then it asked me to re-sign it i was like shit i don't uh, so yeah, go check us out on there. Look for Wait, all our upcoming. Twitter? You got it sorted though. Yeah, it's all <laughs> okay. Good. Cool. But uh, but go ahead and uh, watch Annapolis for next week. Uh, James Franco, Justin Lin directed movie. Tyrese, we'll Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster. This is a big. This is a big uh, Fast and Furious connected I've movie. Never seen it. Have I you ha- seen I it? I know nothing no, about. this. I know it's about a naval base. Obviously, Annapolis. I we'll I context out, well, maybe, that. Maybe we don't know. Could I be figure another, that, but could it could be, be a, a whole other abstract thing. location. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, go watch that for next week, and then the week afterwards, we're doing uh, Star Trek Beyond. Yes, and so, I right? do With have Jeff. something I need to talk to you about that. Okay, Possibly. but it's a pause. It's a positive thing. Okay, good. But we are we are going to do the Star, Star Trek Beyond. Beyond. Yes. yes. The 2016. Uh, I like that Justin. one a lot. I remember really liking it. Uh, I was actually talking to our guest about it that we're going to have on the podcast. But and maybe we, were... we have another guest. Oh, that'd be wonderful as well. More than Mary. One that I assume but... Jeff would be very happy to join us. Right. But uh, it, it's it's really just like a really f- like fun movie. So we'll do that one in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime... That's it for me, Pluggy yeah, yeah, Wise. Yeah. And I know you got more plugs. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, check out all my other podcast endeavors. I am also on the Castultants, a uh, podcast where me and my co host, Jake, we're the two podcast professionals. Each week, we help our guests perfect their podcast passion project. Uh, we are have a we've had a really fun string of guests lately. Uh, Bobby was on. Oh, beautiful. Cam was on. Oh, great. Sean Rob was on. Oh, I got to listen to this. Uh, so it's, I think I'm it's like the last three. So beautiful. Uh, Great fun episode that I'm also on. Hardly know her, a uh, podcast about sex, love, life, and relationships, where uh, each week we have a guest come on and they uh, talk about a something that's uh, a aspect of sex, love, life, relationships that's uh, that they're passionate about. I often learn a lot. I and we have fun and we're silly and 
Yeah, I just saw uh, Chrissy from our Fast and Furious 6 yes. episode was on. Chrissy yes. from Fast and Furious 6 was just on uh, a week or so ago. That was a really fun episode. Way to explain to my co-host uh, Turtle Pig or whatever he's going by now. Uh, he had to change it recently, but I think it's fine if I use it that on this sure. uh, we had to explain to him that uh, securing your bag is not about getting a handbag not or about a, purse. a physical bag. it's not about a purse it's yeah. about a uh, you know if you ever seen like a burglar a mr monopoly with the big money sack it's right. about that bag <laughs> so uh great podcast to check out go right. go listen to those if you're listening to this absolutely and you enjoy if you want another three or so hours of my voice in your ear a week go like subscribe follow, for sure all that good shit um final thoughts sam uh, really enjoyable light movie. Uh, obviously, we talked about some of the stuff at the front. There's a couple of jokes at the very beginning that haven't aged well. Uh, definitely like male gazy sort of stuff that's really not aged well. But uh, it's really fun light movie. I think that Bow Wow is very enjoyable in it. Him and Chi McBride are definitely the high points of this movie. Very fun skates. Looks great. Movie is uh, really fun, breezy. Uh, like just a really good time. Yeah, uh, obviously this is my selection, so like I've brought this in. Oh, like, and also happy option. birthday, Sean! Thank you. I guess yes. we should say, yeah, yeah. That's a, as a, a birthday present. Uh, there you go. For me, is doing a a me pick, and yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure this is gonna. I'm gonna drop this on my actual birthday. So That'd happy be birthday, fun. me, big three one. Uh, obviously, I really enjoy this movie. This is the first time I've seen it in about like ten years, almost. Yeah, um, crazy. Uh, we were. This was back at uh, twenty one forty two that we watched it. I, we watched it together ago. last. Yeah, too, we did. Well. I got very drunk last time we watched it. If I remember, <laughs> we did a drinking game. Yeah. So it was yeah. like every time, like the dead I mom gets referenced. Oh, she gets referenced a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a scene like I, I was the, drinking like box wine back then. Yeah. It was truly vile things. Yeah. I mean, we were like twenty. Yeah. Two, maybe? two, three, yeah. not even. We were like twenty-one, twenty-two yeah, at the yeah. time. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> definitely. I got to acknowledge a couple things that I didn't remember aged real poorly. But despite that, still a movie I absolutely love. I love the skating stuff. The skating sequences are really well done, mm-hmm. super entertaining. The music Great selection, yeah. uh, the choreography. I think, despite some of the a couple moments that are. Ooh, oh boy! Uh, mostly ch- very charming interactions with like the main characters and like it, it, the chemistry of all the actors came off really well. Like ah, these are a bunch of lads that just get along well. So really good rewatch. I'm really happy we got to watch it together, which is fun. That was fun. I think this is other than Fast Nine, the first time we've sat down and watched, watched one of the movies one, together. Yeah. So. Really good time. Really glad we did it. I'm mm-hmm. excited to move on with the rest of uh, Seven Deadly Lens. Of course. And uh, I guess we gotta we gotta thank some pod. Do you, yeah. do you need a second to uh, think? I was thinking about it while you were talking about your final thoughts. So I have three things that I want to thank the pod for. But if you need a minute, we can take a minute. Or do you think you can? Figure... I'll let you go first. No, no, you, you go ahead and go first. Let me go first. I, I think I can All come right. up with another one in that time. Okay. And I will. I'll take. I... I'll take it a little slower. No rush. Uh, this is uh, this is like the the only part I really heavily edit is like pauses on the the <laughs> thank pod. Uh, I would like to thank Pod for delicious YooHoo chocolate drinks. Uh, thank Pod for uh, cosmic carpets that can be found in skating rings across the nation. And I would like to thank Pod for sweetnesses, sweaty towel. <laughs> That's really good. 
I would like to thank Pod for overly enthusiastic and friendly used car salesman. I would like to thank Pod for size 17 roller skates. And I'd like to thank Pod for Hollywood swinging. But most importantly, thank Pod for cast cars. Flashlight. Mm. Mm. He's the greatest dancer. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Evidencing. <laughs>